Live from the 2023 Women's Leadership Summit presented by the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce, it's time for North Fulton Business Radio. Now here's your host. And hello again, everyone. John Ray back with you at the Women's Leadership Summit uh, sponsored by the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Uh, another great event this year, folks. We were here last year, and it was terrific. It's even better this year here in 2023, and we've got some uh, great speakers, great keynote speakers, and one of them is Lynn Seagull, and Lynn is with the Goizueta School of Business at Emory University. Lynn, Hi. welcome. Thank you, John. It's great to be here. Yeah, thanks so much for coming, and thank you for bringing your wisdom uh, to this event today. Uh, let's talk a little bit, though, about you and what you're doing at Emory. How are you serving folks there at the business school? Well, I'd like to say that I have the best role at the, at the Gazueta Business School uh -huh. because I get to work with all of our MBA students across all of our degree programs. So we have an executive MBA, we mm -hmm. have a working professional part-time MBA, and we have two different formats for a full-time MBA, a one-year MBA format and a two-year MBA format. Mm. And I lead a part of our curriculum that we call Gazueta Impact. And Gazueta Impact is all about preparing our students to be successful in the working world once they graduate. And some of our students, of course, are already working, so this is also about accelerating their career success. Sure. In business school, you take a lot of classes on all of the different disciplines of business, mm -hmm. marketing, finance, uh, economics, yep. uh, accounting, strategy, mm -hmm. organization, leadership. And in the real world, the problems don't come cleanly defined. Oh, the, come on, Lynn. <laughs> the exhibits aren't already created for you <laughs> so right. that you can just go crank, crunch the right. numbers. Look at the index of your exactly. uh, textbook, right? Yeah. Um, so what, I, th what, what we're doing in, with the Gazueta Impact curriculum is we're providing our students with uh, some strategies for quality problem solving, effective communication, mm. and how you lead and organize the work of a problem solving team. So how do you get in there and ask the right questions to figure it out and get it done? Oh, wow. That, that is, um, that's pretty catalytic because we, we, you know, our educational system in general, we're, we're, we're in a lot of ways teaching, uh, young people and adults to have the right answer, right? You're, you just said you got to know how to ask the right question, right? There's That's a big right. difference. There is a big difference. And it's, it's about asking the right questions and it's about being intentional about the process that you follow yeah. to get answers to those questions. Mm -hmm. the, the questions themselves aren't, aren't always evident. And there are a lot of different choices that we have about how we approach the problem, who we involve, when we involve them, so that we can ultimately get to the other side of the problem and give the key decision makers and the stakeholders the clarity and confidence to take action. Mm. So it's partly about the problem solving, but it's as much about the communication and about how you organize the work of many people to get things done. Because big, messy, ambiguous problems don't come cleanly packaged and usually requires more than one person to figure it out. Sure. And just learning how to ask the right questions can be catalytic, you know, in, in, in a lot of, and break open. Really, there's the source of innovation in a way, really, uh, don't you think? 
Oh, sure. I mean, I think it's innovation can pop up in any stage of the process. Mm -hmm. Innovation can start with how you frame the problem. Mm -hmm. Innovation can show up in the ways that you analyze the problem and Mm -hmm. innovation can show up in the way that you frame solutions. Mm. This course of study that what you're doing uh, must be hugely popular with employers. I think what employers appreciate is that when they hire our students, they can come in and hit the ground running. Yeah. 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 Because you've given them the tools to be able to do that. That's right. Um, So talk about, you mentioned it before we came on the air, you talked a little bit about some of the um, companies that you're particularly proud of and the work you've done with them. Maybe you could mention a few. Well, we work with organizations of all sizes. Mm-hmm. So we work with Fortune 50, 100 companies mm-hmm. here in Atlanta. If you yeah. can think of all of the companies that are based here in Atlanta where you know the brand names. Sure. We've worked with those organizations. Yeah. We've worked with the mid-size organizations here in town, both public and private. And mm-hmm. we also do a lot of work with our nonprofit community. Excellent. Uh, so... Uh, I'm under non-disclosure with yeah, okay. to name okay. all the big companies, but for the nonprofits, uh, you know, we've worked with Firm Bank, mm-hmm. we've worked with the High Museum, we've worked with the Atlanta History Center, we've worked with Boys and Girls Clubs. We uh, were doing a project this coming spring with the um, Habit with Habitat for Humanity, for example, awesome. and uh, we're we're super proud of the partnerships that we have not just in Atlanta, but also outside of Atlanta. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. And the, for students to be able to have that opportunity to roll up their sleeves and dig into real-world issues and problems and to be able to interact with um, executives and teams from those organizations, that that's just uh, a, a priceless experience that they have. Well, I think so, but I'm biased, <laughs> of course. Uh, well, I said it, you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, one of the things I love about the partnerships that we have with these organizations is, sure, they have a problem that needs to be solved, and these are real problems. Mm-hmm. They they do pay a fee uh, that we reinvest back in the projects mm-hmm. to ensure success, sure. successful outcomes for them, but also that we achieve the learning objectives for our students. Sure. But the clients, the our, our sponsors, they come to us because they're also interested in the educational mission. They want to work with students. Mm. They want to help our students be successful. And sometimes they want to work with our students because they say, hey, this is our target market. Mm. And we want to hear what they think about this issue in our organization. And then sometimes they find, well, usually they find that just through the questions that our students ask and the lens through which our students see their problem, they see their problem in new ways because they're, you know, our students aren't stuck in this is how we do things. They're not stuck in the organizational realities that are that within an organization, of course you have to live with. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Such great work. Thank you for that. And thank you for the way you're serving the community and the particularly the business community. Thank you. Um, here in the uh, metro Atlanta and beyond, I know. Um, so let's get to your topic, though, sure. f- for, for today. Uh, t- let's uh, first of all give an overview. What, what will you be sharing today with this audience? Well, the big bucket of topic area would be executive presence. Mm. That topic is vast, and much has been said and written about it. Mm-hmm. This audience is women, women mm-hmm. business owners, women business leaders. These are women who are already successful in their careers. 
uh, and at different stages in their careers. But what I'm going to talk about today are a couple of themes of how women, particularly in male-dominated industries, which is where I have worked prior to my last eight and a half years at Emory, Mm -hmm. how women unintentionally give up personal power Mm. through the way that they communicate. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to offer a couple of tips and techniques and strategies to not only retain that power, but to really harness it for success. Oh, wow. So talk about maybe, I know you've got a lot to say on this, but maybe one or two ways that women unintentionally give up that power or authority and maybe don't know it. Sometimes we don't use our bodies in ways that are, that where our bodies, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? You mean body language? Through our body language, okay. through our body motions, where we we send signals that we don't intend. Maybe we're overly fidgety. That mm. sends a signal that we're restless or that we're not settled or that we're not confident. Right. Uh, the way we stand, the way we hold ourselves, mm-hmm. how we use our voice. Yep. If we don't have enough breath and we're char- in a charged situation, maybe if we're nervous, mm-hmm. our voice can get shaky mm. and we betray, our, we betray ourselves unintentionally when that happens. Yep. And simple techniques about breathing and having enough air can improve vocal quality. You mm-hmm. know this as a yes. voice professional. <laughs> so some of these things are things that you have trained your whole life right. to be good at what you do on the air. And if women haven't, or anyone really, but my audience today is women, if women haven't become conscious of how they're breathing, how they're using their air, they don't necessarily realize what the impact of the changes in their voice has on their overall effect. What, what you're pointing to is something that is, I won't call it simple, because it takes practice, right? Sure. And intentionality around being being aware of of what you're doing yes. right um but but you're talking about something that is um an easy to, to digest um tip for people uh, that, which is really good i mean important so thank you for that well thanks yeah i mean breathing is one yeah. one piece of it yeah. another piece of it is just how we stand uh-huh. and how we carry ourselves mm-hmm. we give up a lot of authority if we cross our legs while we're standing, for example, we make ourselves smaller. Mm. And so one of the techniques I'm going to talk about is how we can use our space more effectively to be, have a more commanding presence mm-hmm. in a way that conveys the authority or the right to be there. And it's authority, not being authoritative. There's a difference. Yeah. There. That's an important distinction. Um, yeah, and these are things that, again, if you're not conscious about them, then you don't really know, as you said, you don't know the signals that you're sending. That's right. And the only way to really get conscious about it is to videotape yourself, to tape record yourself. If you're on a Zoom call, get permission to record it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're recording it for, partly for content, but also record it for style and go back and notice where am I running out of breath? Where am I speeding up and talking too quickly? Where am I using filler words? 
where am I getting nervous and repeating myself and saying too many words? Mm. Those are all techniques that you can do to present a more settled, confident presence. Wow. Uh, what great suggestions here and uh, wisdom here from Lynn Seagull. Lynn is with uh, the Goizueta School of Business at Emory. Wow, Lynn, this has been great. And you, Thank you I so think much. you're, you're going to knock this audience all over the place. Well, I, think. I hope <laughs> so. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be looking forward to hearing uh, more details in your, in your uh, uh, keynote. Uh, but for those that uh, would like to know more, sure. would like maybe uh, get in touch if they can do that, uh, tell them how they can. They can reach me at my Emory University email. Or they can connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay. My Emory University email is Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E, dot Siegel, S-E-G-A-L-L, at Emory, E-M-O-R-Y, dot E-D-U. And we'll have this in the show notes, folks, as well. So if you're driving, please keep driving. You'll see, you can find about the show notes later. Um, wow. Lynn, this has been great. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for, for supporting this event. I know that everyone's going to have a, uh, get a lot out of it. So thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks.